The Cold Pizza Podcast is an unofficial nonprofit audio program and is a personal project focused on the ideals of fun and free speech. This podcast is intended for a mature audience with an open mind and sense of humor. All music played is for the sole experience inside the podcast. All commercials are fake and should not be taken seriously. The Cold Pizza Podcast has no legal affiliation with Outward Bound or the locations of its recordings. Don't bother suing, we have no money. Hi there, thank you for tuning in to Cold Pizza Podcast with Zalord, who isn't here, and Goose. That's me. Not like you have a choice, really, because we're just blasting this on the speakers, but we appreciate you. So unfortunately, due to a glitch, we have lost the first 10 minutes of the episode, of which me and Jordan, Zalord, were talking about nothing. Quite literally, nothing. The definition of nothing. So I'm going to stick you back right into the episode where Jordan is talking about an article he found online about nothing after death. And that's going to lead us into our next subject. Please enjoy, and hopefully next time we won't have this problem. Because I suck at this shit. This podcast was brought to you by Dr. Gilson. He's got a pocket knife and a can-do attitude. Call now and book today before he has to flee the country. Okay, so thank you for joining us again. Now, we have done a little bit more research, and we found this article. Imagine there is nothing after death. What would it be like not to exist? Sponsored mm. by William Nathaniel Greer, B.A. Psychology okay, and Drug and Psychology College of Santa Fe, 1988. We're Thank not you very sponsoring much. William. <laughs> God. Aww, come on. No. You look like such a stand-up guy. Look at that beer. That's a beard, not a beer. I know you're an alcoholic, Oops. but come on, man. Ooh, let us slip. <laughs> Alright, cool. So, now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about... Um, really? Yes. I just did that. Wow. Oh, well. So, why should I fear death? If I am, death is not. If death is, I am not. Why should I fear that which cannot exist when I do? Epicures. I think you stumbled over that, but I got that. I did. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Hey. So, why? Hmm. That is interesting. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think you should fear death. Because, like you said, there's no... Like, why? It's like, okay. Here's an example. It's like being scared of an ant. When you know you can squish it with one finger. You cannot, like, what well he says in the quote, if you are, death is not. Huh. Okay, yeah, no. I so it's like, why should, you, why should you be afraid when you and death cannot exist at the same time? Mainly because you wouldn't even know that you die. Mm. Fair. So. I mean, everybody dies, and that's, like, a natural thing. There's nothing stopping that. Except yeah. for Walt Disney's head frozen like a popsicle stick, but <laughs> Yeah, but then that goes into something else. Yeah. Being afraid of death. I mean I myself, I'm not particularly afraid of that. I'm just more scared of what comes after. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like sure, I can die and I'll probably be content with that, depending on how I die, but I don't know. What comes after? Like, there's so many religions, so many ideals and beliefs that say there's something after death. 
but there's no proof. And me, I'm like, I got to be able to see it, feel it, touch it, or sense it, or something, because Mm -hmm. I just can't believe that it which is not proven. Yeah. I wish I could. God, I wish I could, but... (laughs) Yeah, I definitely... I'm on the same page. I know if I go out, I'm going out in the bang. Blaze of glory. Okay, yeah. I'm going out in the like, blaze of glory. If I see like, like a 50 car pile up mixed with a shootout in like Maryland, oh, I'm going to yeah. be you. You. Know, you know that's me. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going out with the bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a Viking funeral. Oh, same. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I definitely understand where you're coming from. Uh, what is it? Christianity believes in heaven and hell. Dante's Inferno, uh, Inferno, nine stages of hell. Mm-hmm. And every other belief has some sort of like nirvana or yeah, or like peace. bliss, bliss, and then despair. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So is death only one or the other? I mean, or is there nothing? And back to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what happens if there is just a void? I mean... Once your brain shuts off, your entire personality is gone, basically. You're, I mean, you're, you're gone. gone. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you freeze your head like freaking Walt Disney. So you're like freaking... So after you die, you're nothing. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> oh my goodness. You just turn back to You're nothing but a lump of flesh going back into the ground or into a boat to be burned at the stake. Hmm. Oh, I wouldn't say steak. More like mast. <laughs> I was about to say. You'd be burned at the mast. <laughs> Thank you. We're not, we're not witches here. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they can't prove it, but... True. I mean, they didn't have to in the old times. Yes, the witch trials were a horrible thing, but... Yeah. It was Great so comedy. Bad. Oh, what? <laughs> How is that comedy? <laughs> How is that comedy? No, that's not comedy. Dark comedy, damn it. Dark humor. <laughs> Okay, dark humor I definitely agree with. Yeah. Dark humor is fine. <laughs> uh. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I know a personal favorite of mine about death is uh, Dante's Inferno. Mm, that is a great story. Yeah, just because he talk about... He's so descriptive of pretty much everything in hell. And, well... Yeah, he's so descriptive about it, and like he actually describes it enough to the point where it's like, okay, you kind of want to believe him, just because he's saying it and describing it so visually, and yeah, just describing it so visually. Hmm. But I don't know. So let's. <laughs> these are. Hmm. No, let's not go with the stages okay. of grief. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> when did stages of grief pop up on this? Like, put your damn phone down. You know, you know what can I say? Google, Google is a tricky one. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, cool. Finally got it. Finally uh, got it. Oh All right. So these are the nine stages of hell, according to Dante's Inferno. Mm. And if you have not read the book read the book oh yeah if you can find a copy it was a bitch to find one oh dude yeah i've only seen like two of them yeah. ever 
Yeah, they usually skip over the entire thing for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm like, it is such a, it's good, such book. a good book. It's an like... interesting read. I don't like, know. I feel like they have like a book ban or something going on for like secret books. You never think about Dante's Inferno, then all of a sudden you can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, like when you do if think a library about it, yeah. doesn't have it, who does? Exactly. It's like, where are you supposed to get it now? I don't know. Maybe they just never got uh, back from like the whole book ban during like the Grapes of Wrath whole shit, like oh. in the eighties and shit. You know? Yep, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, Even the Tibetan Book of the born. Dead though. That is a good one. Wait, which one? Tibetan Book of the Dead. I highly oh. recommend it. Yep. I remember you telling me about that, and that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> no, dude. All right, so funny story anyway, before we okay, get back, okay. before we get to the nine stages of hell. So, okay. me, uh, at the beginning of the year, I was with two of my buddies, and we was going to, um, going to this graffiti skate park, which is freaking dope, by the way, because it was covering snow. And, like, tips of graffiti was, like, sticking out everywhere. So, you just, like, walk up and just, like, wipe everything off <laughs> and just did graffiti, which was pretty sweet. So, there's actually some cool stuff. If y'all want to see pictures, don't let me know because I don't have any. So, <laughs> so we, got, we got up there. In the middle of this giant field is a book, okay? So, we look at... Stay with me here. Okay. Stay with me. Okay. So we look at this book. It's open. We and we look at the book. Go up closer. You know, look at, and then yeah. And this is what the book says. Something about demons and how to raise how to raise people from the dead. And we have a guest. It's Sarah. It's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. You want to talk to people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's shy. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, we'll get her next time. So, anyway. Eventually, she'll be on here. <laughs> so, whether it, she knows it or not. So, anyway, back to the book. This book is basically a summoning book on how to summon demons and, like, pretty much everything. Oh, dang, Satanist. Yeah. Sweet. It's a Satanist book. So, of course, you know, we're, like, poking proud of this book because why not? <laughs> like, Yeah, three... poke it with a stick. See if it moves. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, we actually did. <laughs> we <laughs> well, like... you gotta make sure it's not possessed. <laughs> yeah. So, we, like, found this stick, um, turned a couple pages, and then it just kept going back to this one page. So, we was like, no, screw that. So, we closed the book and went to go do graffiti. We came back. The book was, again, open to that one page. Dang. That's it. We left. Uh, (laughs) Feels like, nope. We're dealing. We're running. Feels like we are not dealing with that. (laughs) We ain't dealing with demons. There's demons dealing. We can't deal with them. Yeah. It it was a fun time. So, anyway, back to the nine stages (laughs) of hell. (laughs) What a weird segue. Speaking of demons, go back to the nine stages of hell. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of messages, Bill. <laughs> what? Hi, Bill. What's up, Bill? Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty totally good. Totally weren't talking about you. What are you talking about? Are you talking about me now? What? No. no. <laughs> we're talking about death. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yes. Yeah. Context catch me up. Uh, basically, we're just talking about like, well, first, we're not afraid to die, uh-huh. but we're more afraid of what comes after death. Like, what is after death? Nothing? Or is there something? You were right the first time. It's nothing. 
Yeah. Because I have a degree in philosophy. <gasps> oh, oh, shit! Phil, in that case, take no, a seat. Oh, no, 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 no. Take back, a seat. No, no, no. Back when I was in college, I did actually host a philosophy talk show on my school's student radio station. And yes, it was exactly as pretentious as it sounds. <laughs> yes. And oh, there are recordings still on YouTube of that old radio show. From like seven years ago. Oh, can you give us a site? God, no, I cannot do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Bill, what is your take on death, Mr. Philosopher? Uh, That it's, wait, where do I sit? Right here. Right here? here? Yeah, Uh, right here in the middle. This is the guest seat. Yeah. (laughs) I feel so bad. Like you had this like chair set up for me and I'm like 20 minutes late because I spent all day yesterday looking for my laptop charger. I had my laptop, and then I found my laptop charger. Now I can't find my laptop. (laughs) So I mean, struggle. So if that's not a perfect metaphor for death, I don't know what is, man. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking philosophers, damn. (laughs) Best comedians. Uh, oh, we've got a timeline here and everything. Kinda, the, yeah. Yeah, the kinda. void. We, yeah, we took a bit ba- of a... Basically mm. what we were talking about right here. So, we already crossed about nothingness, <laughs> the void. Oh, they even crossed it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We kind of talk about death, so mark that halfway. I mean, how are these not one and the same? That's I what mean, we've been debating yeah, about. That's what bit. we've been talking about. We are not philosophers. Pre- we're, <laughs> we're, we're like just on well, Google going through articles yeah. instead of trying to look this up. <laughs> yes. Like, now, even went to Wikipedia. Like, we got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I mean, probably talked about, like, what was the nothingness before you were born? There was an article about that. Yeah. Mm. It was death a lot is, to read, death though, is, so death we did is it. just going to be that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hmm. Wait, so what is your take on uh, death, though? Like, limbo, Christianity, religion-wise, I guess. Or is it as soon as your brain shuts off, you just go into the blank space? You just go into the blank space. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. But but, um, I do have, so, the last couple years, like, each year was kind of like a theme of my life. Mm -hmm. I guess, and, like, this year is kind of like a theme of, like, balance, which is a whole different conversation. But last year, I mean, just, like, thoughts that I obsessed with was, like, on what role love played in my life and also what role death played in my life. Um, And that came about because, yeah, last year in the springtime, uh, for the first time in my life, I'm 28 years old now, I had two friends who died. Mm -hmm. And they were old friends from Washington. And one of them uh, in particular, his name was Corey, he was an old friend from Washington, and um, when I moved from Washington, um, we kind of lost touch, but he worked at my old climbing gym there, and we had a lot of great conversations. He would always be working late in the evening when like, I was literally the only one at the climbing gym because I had nothing else to do, because mm-hmm. it's kind of the kind of person that I was. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I left Washington like, what, three years ago, and he uh, committed suicide two years ago. Uh, from a drug overdose and I didn't find out until a year later when I was climbing in Red Rocks and happened to run into a couple women who uh, worked at the climbing gym that used to climb out there and so we were catching up like oh you know how so and so and they were like oh you didn't hear about Corey no what what happened about Corey and that was how I found out that my friend had committed suicide 
Um, and, uh, he had his struggles with depression and he was an alcoholic for a long time. He stopped drinking, but he was still a really heavy drug user and he killed himself uh, via a drug overdose. But what really tripped me up um, about that whole experience, like this was the first time I ever lost a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, let me try to look it up right now. So I still have the last Facebook conversation that I ever had with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about some money that I owed him. Oh. <laughs> and like, I still, oh oh. <laughs> I still owe him that money. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so um, like he lent me five bucks for, I, I, have, I have no idea what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I messaged him, I said like, ah, it's too bad I'll never see you again. And this is just the kind of guy that Corey was, that he just said shit like this. Can I swear? Yeah. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, yeah he, go he, for he, it. He, he just said shit like this all the time because he was, you know, he, he, was, he was a deep guy, you mm-hmm. know, like he valued those kind of talks. And he said, life is a mystery beyond your eyes holding. Never again is a trap. Wow. Those are the last words that he ever said to me. And a year later, he was gone. And uh, my, my response to that, like, I can talk about this now because I've kind of like processed it a lot, but mm-hmm. my response to that, the last words I ever said to him was, God damn it, you're so fucking deep, I literally can't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. That's how, that yeah. sounds like a... But like, what weirdly appropriate yeah. you know, kind of thing to leave off on, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, but... <clears throat> yeah, I remember like after I found that out, like I was kind of shaken up for a while, thinking like, "Holy crap!" This whole time, you know, you, you know, when you just occasionally randomly think of people in your past life mm-hmm. or think of your friends and kind of just wonder what they're up to, mm-hmm. but you don't reach out to them. And Corey was kind of one of those people, like, oh, "I wonder what Corey's up to," not knowing that like his story had already ended. Yeah. At that point, so like that was kind of a weird feeling. I just assumed that his life story was still going on and still mm-hmm. happening. Um. And that was kind of how I thought of it was, you know, he was, I think, 32, 33 years old, something like that. And, you know, somewhere along the line, just his story was just cut short. Wow. You know, like it just kind of ended prematurely mm-hmm. when it had the potential for, you know, another 30, 40, 50, 60 years even. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I have processed um, process death in that way is like mm-hmm. closing of the book, yeah. you know, or maybe, or missing your, maybe you're missing those last few pages of the book and then the story never really comes to a neat conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the case of, you know, a tragic death, like a sudden unexpected one or disease or suicide or something like that, especially in someone young. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how I've been able to process it, but like Thinking of a, like, oh, you know, Corey's still out there somewhere. Like, I don't, I just don't find that it, it can be comforting. Mm-hmm. I uh, personally don't find it. It's not useful for me to think of it in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think it really holds ground logically. So, were your perspective on death different before? Or has it just always been like that? No, it's more or less always been like that. But just that was the first time that I had a person, Actually uh, like a, a person my age, uh, yeah. die at a young age. 
Okay. Uh, and so that was the first time that I've really had to reckon with it. Mm. Also, really, this is the top topic that you chose for your <laughs> <laughs> We didn't think you would get this deep. Yeah. I know. But you just came out of nowhere with this shit. Like, I know. We, okay. We're not saying we don't appreciate it. Oh, that totally appreciate it. I freaking I know, love it. But, I know, but it's like happy go lucky fun time with Goose and Jordan or whatever. Whatever the fuck you're calling it. And then Bill comes in and be like, yeah, my friend died, and it was really hard for me. Like, uh, like, I mean, we just got to roll with it. Yeah. Like, it's like, Honestly, what can we you do? we were just going with whatever we thought was interesting to talk about. Like, yeah, and oh, this is literally yes, what, what... I spent an entire year obsessing over it. And this that. is literally what we came up with this on morning. This morning. <laughs> oh, like, no. Every episode yeah, is what we like, come up on this morning. Fly, so. so it just so happened it that it's literally movie. perfect timing. Uh-huh. It just works. Part of me wants to give a little spoiler of the little uh, piece of <laughs> yeah. that is on the counter in North Dining Hall. Uh, the, little progr- can he? the little progression of conversation. Can, can he? Like, uh, actually see how close we comes to it. We I come mean, to yeah. the topics. Yeah, yeah why not? It. Do it. Yeah. Are you putting like Ha- like, like we're, we're like halfway, halfway through, through that. Oh, you're halfway. Yeah, through we're death. halfway oh, okay. through that. Where's the second half of death go? I don't. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking. We'll like, we'll know when the time comes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll <figure laughs> Again. <laughs> then we transition into that. All right. And then we just continue. But yeah. You want to read the topic? This, this is way less pretentious than uh, my talk show. <laughs> 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 oh, we'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh well, Schopenhauer. Quoted saying about death. <laughs> oh I don't even remember what Schopenhauer was all. We about. only have Dang. one quote. One quote, and that's from Epicurus. Well, now to the one you read. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was the Epicurean quote? I the Epicurus quote was. Don't stumble this time. Uh, no promises. <laughs> Just let it happen, okay? All right. So actually, let me find it. All right. Oh, do you want to read it? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Probably... He looks so serious. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Why should I fear death? If I am, death is not. If death is, I am not. Why should I fear that which cannot exist when I do? Wait, why should I fear <laughs> <laughs> It's like, there's a lot of like... Well, you all not who cannot qu- hear, he not, is mumbling. Not, a quite, quote not right quite a double <laughs> negative, but like... It's like just on the verge it, of it. It's like a one and a half negative? Yeah, why it's I really fear? weird. Uh, uh, well, that's how they talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just kind of like tied to tied to your existence is an inevitable thing. It's literally part of who you are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can't like, exist when I death definitely. does, and when death does, you don't exist. Yeah. It's like, exactly. I love this quote. Mm. Like, it is the very definition of my life. Yep. <laughs> the only thing that I would disagree with that is that it assumes that, like, death is, like, a state of being rather than, like, a, ce- a cease of being. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I would disagree mm. with that. But, you know... Mm-hmm. Epicurus, what did he know? <laughs> what did he know? We know more than him. We live longer. <laughs> <laughs> we do. He probably died with a beard like at 45 or something. They just yeah. make him look really smart and old. No, no, no. The rich dudes, I mean, like, as long as they ate enough um, olives and drank enough wine, they would, like, live until their, like, 70s or 80s or whatever. Dude, they well, freaking lifted rocks well, on their backs. <laughs> like, well, they're I'm, I'm, insane. You, <laughs> You probably already know this, but you know how, like, if you look at uh, average lifespan yeah. mm-hmm. from, like, it's just know, like thousand decrease. years ago, and you'll say, like, oh, the average person a thousand years ago only lived until they were, like, 32 or something like that. That's just because, like, all the babies were dying that threw the average way off. But, like, if you made it past five, 
you were like, okay, sweet, you got through the tough years. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a good chance you'll be able to live actually for a decent amount of time. As long as you don't like, you know, die before you can talk and walk. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a similar amount of time to how long we live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much about the same. And Josh joins the fray. <laughs> yes, Josh. Woo-hoo! Come on. Josh, oh. come on. Nah, just the one. Oh. Just the one quote. Hey, just, the, just the one. Hey, here's a cheerier subject. Life. Hey, am I talking loud enough? No. Uh, uh, yeah. It, we're talking, cool. I'm fine. It's picking you up. Nice. I think so. Cool. I think we're good. I think it's just different decibels and shit. Yeah. Like my voice is just naturally loud. Yeah. Then anytime we Google, <laughs> yeah, you can tell because of the lights. There it goes again. See. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. You want to go for a cheerier topic? Yeah, let's go with life. All right, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> life. What is life? Oh, no. oh man. <laughs> Don't go that deep, damn it. <laughs> I mean, okay. We Sorry, talked about that. help it. <laughs> we talked about, like, oh, there's probably nothing afterwards. But what about now? We're alive what right now. What about now? Dude, we're alive. We're we in are. a world that, well, granted, is pretty fucked up. <laughs> We'll talk and, about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> later, but... <laughs> still, us, right now, we're in a beautiful mountain range. We got a goddamn mountain the size of Kentucky in the background. And we got some great people to talk to. Like, it is true. We're living right now. We oh, are great people. We yes, are living <laughs> our best lives. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. I'm enjoying it. I mean, <clears> we <throat> can focus on death all day and not get anywhere. Because we're still alive. Yeah, but what's the point, man? I mean, like, you, can you really sleep with yourself at night knowing that everything that you're doing is just a complete waste and that eventually you're going to die and all of your atoms are just going to decay and rot into the ground? And this, and like, you, you look at that mountain and you want to go climb that mountain, but what's the fucking point, man? Congratulations. You're, you're, living, life. Life. you're living life now, boy. You're living life now. When there are people suffering, there are people dying, and here you are, like, la di da with your fucking podcast <laughs> you know what how does that make you feel sorry I had to it feels amazing you. i'm like it. literally <laughs> loving it to be like, fair we're all hypocrites at this point mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely so, but i can honestly say i love every second of that mm. just because of the experiences i've had like meeting meeting everybody here traveling for like the past four years and like Four just, years, really? Yeah. I just realized I, I do not know your story as well as, as I thought. Yeah. You've been as, intentionally vague when I've asked you, like, like <laughs> so what do you do outside of Outbound? You're just like, oh, you know, just kind of hang out. You know, I like, think I don't, don't know what you do. I don't know what the fuck hanging out is. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, for you all that have questions, this is oh, my man. story. All right. Oh, God. Cool. Here we go. As we're soon as I. Life stories. As, hey, we're it's talking about life. life. So, I guess <laughs> life stories work. Yeah. Like, I'll tell y'all why I'm loving it. As soon as I graduated high school, I did one semester at college to be a graphic designer. I was like, this is such a cool job. Where was this at? Um, so, I actually got accepted to three colleges. Mm-hmm. Well, two colleges. Uh, University of Maryland College Park and SCAD. Savannah College of Art and Design. One of the top ten art schools in the U.S. So, I got accepted into both of those. And I was going to go to SCAD, but it would cost like, uh, probably like 17000 Well, no, sorry, 32000 Got Forgot, got double that. 
So, I, I was like, eh, now that's a lot of money. So, I did AmeriCorps and started traveling. First year, started traveling, went to Colorado and, like, literally traveled most of the U.S. from that. And then after that, I was like, I got to a point where after my first term, I was like, huh, what do I do now? I kind of miss everybody, miss traveling and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I'm bored. Let's do another year. <laughs> so I did another year, but this time with uh, FEMA. <laughs> yes, but this time with FEMA. And I was like, okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> Fine, yeah. Alright, so this time I was like, I'll do it with FEMA Corps. And yeah, and I traveled like the whole East Coast with that. And then after I did FEMA Corps, I was like, cool, let's do NOLS. So I like literally drove cross country to Wyoming to, just to do NOLS. And that was pretty much it. That cost like 17000 And that basically took out the rest. That basically took out the rest of my. Yeah, that basically took out the rest of my money. So it was just like, okay, I'm kind of screwed now. So after those, what do I do? And now here I am. <laughs> and you're how old now? Uh, 23. Damn, it's so old. <laughs> you're running out of life, man. Also, I like how your life did not start until 18. Yeah. Um, I also choose to believe that it didn't start until then. Granted, I'm like, nah, maybe it didn't really start until probably I was 23. Really? Yeah. Um, the rest of it's just kind of like <laughs> shit that you got to shit you got to do get out of the way. Experiences you got to have to learn or whatever. All right, and. All right, so we're going to take a small break. Uh, commercial or song? Let's do song this Let's time. Let's do song, all right. Yeah, so we're going to play a song, bit. and we're going to make some more coffee while you guys listen, okay? Definitely Thank coffee. Thank God. Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you. 
one Smoke rings, I know you're gonna blow one All on a spaceship persevering Use my hands for everything with steering Can't stop the spirits when they need you Mama chops are happy when they feed you J-fucked up flyers in the treetop Birds that blow the meaning in the beep The world I love, the tears I drop To be part of the wave can't stop Ever wonder if it's Stop the music when you need to. This life is more than just a read through. I love that song. Oh, that was really lame. Such a good song. Such a good song. And it kind of matches the whole theme that we got I going do, on here. I it does. I don't think it would, but it kind yeah. of does. It yeah. definitely does. Just the ending. Hmm. Oh, oh, dude. Man. Thank you for the so, coffee. Oh, yeah. No problem. Please. Enjoy. So, First, we caffeinate, then mm. we elevate. <laughs> Gosh. That's like good No, we cut that out. What's hey, a, it's a good quote. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> what do you do after you elevate? Fine, fine, fine. We talk. This oh, is our so elevation, I guess you can say. So. Then we're at 10,000 feet. Who? It's slam words, I guess. So, whose life story are we doing now? Well, I guess we'll do mine. That, Goose! That, that mug is. I know, awesome. right? I thought. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like this mug from Oklahoma because it's got flowery shit all over it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Get that for grandma. <laughs> Grandma will love that. Oh my god, I need it in French. I know a couple people who will love that mug, actually. Oh. Grandma can't read anymore. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Because Grandma's dead. <laughs> oh no. I gotta stay on topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alright. Okay. All right. so, so, Goose, life story. Also, yeah, Goose, Go. what is your actual first name? Chris. Oh, okay. I yeah. never knew. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's because my last name's Gosselin. 
and a lot of people called me Gosling, mm. as in the baby goose. And then, <laughs> well, also, that's a long also story. Ryan. Ryan Gosling? No. You never. No. So oh you've been God. getting that your entire life. That's one of those jokes that like you're really sick of because everybody makes the same joke. Kinda, yeah. Ryan that and Christopher Columbus. <laughs> that's not, that was not even clever. That, yeah, but that's my grandfather's thing. And then other people start saying like, "You're not my grandpa. Shut the fuck up." For, it's like, no. <laughs> for me, it's the equivalent of uh, people singing "Build Not a Science Guy." Every time I work with out, with Outward Bound students, like at some point they start chanting "Bill, Bill, Bill," and I'm like, "Oh great, I've developed yet another cult of." personality that's oh, awesome uh, and the other one is like like wait your real name is William I'm gonna call you Billiam like <laughs> oh my god I've never heard that one before that's so great oh anyway the life of an instructor I just embrace Goose because of like how I got you gotta you yeah. gotta yeah okay anyway Anyways, last story actually, yeah what's <clears throat> your name story I was born at a very young age at the stroke of midnight I'm kidding <laughs> I don't fucking know when I was born <laughs> nobody knows when they're born I was born on at 11 o'clock in the morning Oh, fuck you. Ha. I'm pretty sure it was like midnight-ish. <laughs> like 80% sure. Okay, so, man. Uh, so, my life kind of like didn't really get interesting until 11 years later. Started hunting and met a lot of people while hunting and whatnot. Met a lot of people just traveling. Um, Wait, where was this? Just all in New England. Okay, just all over the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. And then just at age... 13 I lost a friend and then ever since then it was just I didn't really have a great coping mechanism with death at the time so I got into a lot of fights I kind of like cut myself off from just a lot of stuff like school a lot of people and whatnot I made my own friends again and whatnot but I ended up making friends with like all the emos all the veterans all the people like kind of just yeah well, consider our balls. Well, consider I all our balls, guys. Yeah, they are great cool. people, but they people. tend to talk about suicide a lot and stuff. And I ended up yeah. seeing that a lot throughout the years. Until college, when I started doing, like, Veterans Club and whatnot. I was working with them for three years. And I didn't really know what to do with my life at the time. I thought, maybe I should go into criminal justice because I do want to be a gay warden. Mm-hmm. But... I wasn't really fully committed to the idea because I didn't know what to believe in. I didn't know what to, like, I didn't think about much about my life because I just knew there was going to be death. And so I ended up talking to some people and they got me kind of like back on the right track and then I started adventuring. I went from Florida, I went to Mexico, I went to California, I went to Alaska, I've done trail work. like road tripping kind of stuff? No, I've like done like seasonal gigs? Uh, seasonal gigs, like okay. a lot of trail work with like the uh, Super Conservation yeah. Association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met a crap ton of people and whatnot and a lot of supportive people talked to me and I ended up just kind of like figuring, hey, this is my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy it while I can. Yeah. I'm probably going to die. I don't know how. I don't know when. It could be six years from now. It could be 20 years from now. But, you know, I'm going to enjoy it while I still can. So, nice. I want to do what I want to do, and that's explore. That's get outdoors. That's teach people about it. Mm-hmm. Teach that- people, like, how much I love for the outdoors. Nice. So, so you've been doing that since? Yep. That's awesome. Our bounce is a good place to be for folks yeah. like that, that's for sure. Just living, just living the best life. Yeah. 
What can you say? Dude, trail people are fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're awesome. Dude. They're yeah. the weirdest motherfuckers ever, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They got some great stories, too. I oh, love yeah. I led a crew, too, and it was only for, like, a few weeks. It was pretty short, but... Oh, man, they were a great game. De- definitely the best people I've ever worked with. Ever. Mine is here. Loki, I partly said that because my girlfriend is a trail person <laughs> out in Boulder, so if she ever listens to this, <laughs> oh. Just, oh, we'll make sure to get totally, it to her. I'm just totally uh, <laughs> getting brownie points. We'll make, we'll make sure to You heard it here from Bill himself, Bill's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh, we'll yes. We'll send her a copy. Okay. Oh, yes. We can make and that happen. And if she hears this, you know she actually listens. We'll download it on iTunes, yeah. I mean... Oh, We'll figure out we'll how. We'll figure out how to put we'll it like, in a podcast to, like, way this. or something. Yeah. O- overcast. We'll talk overcast. Later. We'll talk later. All right. Cool. Huh. Well. Well, that was is, my life story. It is 7:54, folks. Do oh, we have shit. time for one more? Yeah, we got time. All right. I'm not going to morning meeting. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Because we just have to like hop straight over yeah. and do evals. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll cover. Cool. But we're we're cleaning up lunch. I don't know if you heard. Yeah. That. Okay. Right. Sick. Cool. Uh, I love how you plan on ditching one meeting on the podcast. I'll, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. So, yes. Um, no. No. Yeah. You know, uh, I kind of like what you were saying of like, oh, like, oh, it could happen at any time, kind of thing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a, a couple years ago, like, I had a really bad accident that kind of like shook me up a lot, and like also kind of like played in with thinking about like death and such. But more importantly, I had a friend, a really really strong climbing friend. He's a five thirteen climber. He climbs in the Black Canyon all the time. Dude's like six foot eight, built like a brick house. Yeah. Like he's he's our That's brick. But just picture this dude, six foot eight, <laughs> nicest guy in the world, um, and just incredibly incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, just one day, uh, he was just messing around in his buddy's driveway, like messing around on his longboard. Um, and longboard just shot out from under him, fell on his head, cracked his head open, was in a coma for three days in the hospital for a month. Like, just doing Crap. the simplest little thing. Like, this is a dude who's taken some, like, pretty big risks, like, in his outdoor pursuits. Like, wow. you know, he's, like, pre-soloed some, like, you know, moderately tough grades yeah. and has, like, climbed, like, really big trad routes with, like, long runouts. Like, you know, if, if you're running something out 50 feet in between pro, you may as well be pre-soloing at that point because yeah. if you fall, whoo, it's not, it's going to be bad. Yeah. If, in some ways, it's harder than pre-soloing because you're carrying, still carrying gear, just not actually using it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just the dumbest little thing, cracked his head open and, like, you know, they weren't sure if he was going to come out of it or not. Um, and like he's made pretty much a full recovery now. This is two, yeah, about two years ago, a little over two years ago now. Um, he still has like really bad short-term memory, and he'll still like you, you know that feeling of like you walk in a room and you don't remember walking in the room and yeah. you don't know why you walked into that room. That happens to him on a daily basis. Oh, man. So like he gets that a lot. Um, but other than that, like he made a full recovery. Um, with the exception of the fact that even after insurance, he has eighty thousand dollars in medical bills. Damn. America, America, um, yeah, I love it. But yeah, like little little things like that kind of make you think, like, oh man, it really could happen at any time. Like, mm-hmm. is that, you know, there could be like two reactions to that. You could be terrified of taking risks, which 
in this case, it's not really a rational approach because he wasn't really taking a risk. Yeah. You yeah. know, he was just that's playing around like, on a longboard. Yeah. Like, that's not a, that's not a typically dangerous activity. And he was in a driveway on flat ground. Yeah. You know, he was, he was, he was being perfectly safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what a lot of people's natural inclination be to maybe like scale it back and take fewer and fewer risks. Um, I guess there are three different things. Like another could be like I'm invincible and like take and just do all the all the risks shit. and do yeah. like you know like develop basically a god complex and think like uh-huh. well if that didn't kill me nothing can. Yeah. Um, which I think is also a pretty stupid approach. Um, and then the third one is just in case you didn't know, you talk about Alex Honnold. Oh. <laughs> cool, continue. Let's go, Gibby. Oh well, I'm yeah. ready. I accepted yeah. the risk. Yeah, but he's, he's never had a near death. Well, actually, no, he did have one uh, near death. I read his memoir, but it was not climbing related. It was actually snowshoeing related. Yes, Alex Honnold had yes. a near death snowshoeing accident. Nice. When he was in his late teens, I think. Wow. I don't remember all the details. Wow. This book is not very good. Don't bother reading it. It's very arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, well, yeah, I completely understand yeah. where you're coming from. Like, yeah. When I was, like, in my moody period, I constantly thought about, like, what happens if I just just went out? Mm-hmm. So that's why I started writing Will at age 17. Oh, good. You were, you must yeah, have, I was you must real been, deep, man. You must have been real fun at parties, man. You'll be like hanging out with the party, like everybody's having a good time, like drinking their Miller Lite. Yep, you're like, no, I was and, and, and you're just thinking like, yeah, I'm prepared for death in any moment. And you're like, all right, dude, cool. No, I learned how to blend in and shit. I was fun at parties occasionally, but I, it was just always in the back of my mind. And I always just carry my flash drive around. And still do. Yeah, I still do. Wow. Still do. Like interesting. That's got just like all your will and like it all your It has all my shit. information and stuff. Like wow. it has all my short stories, it has all my novels that I've been writing. Everything about nice. my life is on this thing. That and is fascinating. I've never met someone who had like had that approach. Like actually literally carried everything around. Yeah, that's well, around I just don't right trust now. anybody trying to crack my safe. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a pretty good one. It's just on the screen. Apparently, you haven't met me yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that could just, like, snip. Yeah. All right off. That's like so. I mean, how many times have you lost that flash drive? Once. What? <laughs> no. Once. Did, did you recover it, or did oh, you yeah. have to... Oh, you did recover it. Yeah, I recovered Okay, so it's not just, like, someone's, like, whew, this dude has got some shit going. No. It <laughs> fell about, like, 15 feet because I was hanging upside down. Long story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. But I just... Mm. I don't know. I feel like it should be a reminder. Uh-huh. Like, mm. I'm not invincible. I'm not anything. I'm just another person who can just disappear just like that. Yeah. My story can end whenever the do- story, the book is shut. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to the end. But every story has an ending. And all you can do, like, like what I was saying before, like another reaction you could have is like, just appreciating everything along the way. Like, yeah, that's re- why I like, keep it with me too. Yeah, like, like the people in your life that you love, love the crap out of them, and make sure that they never forget how much you love them. Yeah, oh, that, I constantly do that by like yeah. updating my like audio uh, stories and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I I put my will into like segments to for different people, mm-hmm. and they all get like an individual personalized piece of the will. <laughs> so over the years, how many people have you? Like, I don't really like that person anymore, and wrote them out of the will at, like, age 19. I 
I don't know. I'm funky about friends. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm up to 80 right now. Good lord. Yeah, I don't cut anybody out. So, yeah. so that's it's a totally like, different so, subject, So this would be like, if, Let's if, talk if, about if, that if, next you, time. if you still had a MySpace, like, this would be your top 80? Yeah. Okay. Am I in the top 80? I mean, probably good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You're do you really want good. that responsibility? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Ain't, that seems like a lot of pressure to be in Goose's top 80. Yeah. Top 80 list of friends. If you had me like, written into your will and I was that. in your top 80, like, I'd be a little bit like, yeah, I can log with that podcast, buddy. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be, be like, I don't think I'll be able to do that uh-huh. to keep up that amount of pressure. Oh my God. Yeah. But on that note, let's remember, folks, we are all human. We can die at any time. Mental any moment. Mori. Mental Mori, yeah. Mental Mori. Yeah. yeah. So, live your best life while you can. Caffeinate and, and elevate. And while you should, live your best life. Have fun. Meet new people. Explore. Adventure. Ride a horse. Ride a horse. Tie your shoes. <laughs> Swim in a beaver lake. You yeah, were, swim, in, swim in the beaver pond. I'm kind of grossed out by that pond. It doesn't oh, look it is. Oh, that pond is disgusting. Yeah. I would not want to y- swim y'all, in that. Y'all remember when YOLO was the thing? Oh, no, no, no. YOLO! No! no, no, no. YOLO! No! No, no, no. But, like, but like, remember, like, YOLO, like, people like, YOLO. Yeah, like, and, 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 yeah, like, anytime they're, like, doing, I don't know, something, like. Yeah, like. Like, a lot of times when you're doing something, like, sketchy or dangerous, when you, like, you think it would be the opposite, like. Yolo when you should be taking like moments of like extreme mm-hmm. caution like like, like walking up the stairs holding onto the rail or you're Yolo. standing at the end of half dome and it's like la boue du vide is just like oh shit call yeah. the void <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like like I'm gonna double check my harness because yellow yeah because yellow because yeah. yellow let's do it Alright, so we are br- officially bringing Yellow back now. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we are ending this podcast ah. and YOLO is dying with it. <laughs> cool. So, please. In- yeah. What? Yeah. 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 That's how we end. <laughs> Apparently. That's like, we're All supposed right. to get a jingle in here at some point, And it's going to be do-do-do-do-do, cold pizza. Alright, cool. Join join us next time on Cold Pizza with Zawlord and Goose. And possibly Bill. <laughs> Maybe. Most likely not. Probably not, no. We'll get a different person. Sorry. Bye, Bill. Love you. Whatever. Alright. <laughs> Peace. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by United Airlines. You swore you'd never fly with us again, but then we were the cheapest. So here you are again. United Airlines. Fly the friendly skies.